Delicious new food is now available at three Walt Disney World theme parks. Let's dive into the specifics in this savory news episode. It's Monday, February 26th. I just returned from a relaxing week at Walt Disney World and appreciate your patience in between news episodes, but I wanted to catch up first by going back. We had a previous podcast episode about the new Fantastic Four movie that's coming to theaters in 2025, and I accidentally swapped Joseph Quinn and Eben Moss Backrack's previous roles. I said Joseph Quinn is famous for his role in The Bear and Eben Moss Backrack from Stranger Things, but I had that reversed. It's actually Joseph Quinn is from Stranger Things and Eben Moss Backrack is from The Bear. I do apologize for that mistake, but let's move forward with the news from the past couple of weeks about new food at Walt Disney World. And we're going to start at Disney's Hollywood Studios. While I was there, I had the chance to stop by Ice Cold Hydraulics, which opened on Grand Avenue in front of Muppets Courtyard. It has a tagline, by the way, that says, Thirst Suspension Since 1989, a reference to the park's opening year. There are some new snacks that are available in this brand new pop-up booth outside the Muppet Vision 3D Theater. The snacks include candy-painted cinnamon rolls, which are mini cinnamon rolls topped with Coca-Cola-infused glaze and toasted nuts, bouncing mini churros, which are topped with Coca-Cola and bourbon-candied bacon, sriracha aioli, and scallions, mini churros with chocolate sauce, Mickey-shaped pretzel with cheese sauce, Popcorn, cotton candy, Mickey premium bars, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, frozen lemonade cups, frozen lemonade strawberry cups. And beverages range from the adult options to kids options or family friendly options. The adult options include frozen slushies with alcohol. There are three choices. You could get Jack Daniels whiskey with Coke, Bacardi Superior rum with Coke, or Stoli Vanel vodka with Coke. You can also get Bud Light or Yingling and Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Moscato, or Pinot Grigio. Then the non-alcoholic versions are fountain drinks and Coca-Cola frozen slushies. Not surprisingly, there seems to be a large connection to Coca-Cola, and I'm sure Coca-Cola did sponsor this new booth. We're going to now jump over to a quick edition at the Magic Kingdom that is only available until March 1st, so this is very limited time. You can get over at the Golden Oak Outpost Tiana's famous beignets, which are served with a side of strawberry sauce. But looking for the future, in the next few months, we do have the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. This kicks off on February 28th, just around the corner, and is going to last through May 27th of this year. What's exciting about this news is Disney Parks blog announced 20 outdoor kitchens that include over 60 new food and drink options for 2024. Don't worry, I'm not going to roll down the list of all of them, but I did want to give a shout out to a few that you can expect this year. Over at the Honey Bistro, which is hosted by the National Honey Board, you can find a honey glazed cauliflower with honey roasted carrot puree, wild rice pilaf, spring vegetables, honey blistered grapes, and sunflower brittle. Over at Florida Fresh, you can find Cubanito with mojo marinated pork belly, ham, Swiss cheese, pickles, and stone ground mustard sauce, or a Florida strawberry shortcake. Over at Northern Bloom, you can find Collective Arts Brewing Beyond Reason Micro Pale Ale or Grapefruit Lime Sour. 
Over at the Bowern Market, Farmer's Market, you can find a plant-based dish, which is potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. And over at the Epcot Farmer's Feast, which is only going to be available through March 30th as part of the early bloom menu, you can find a veal tenderloin with spring pea risotto featuring Ben's original international grains, arborio rice, and red wine syrup. Last, over at the Connections Eatery, they have a new hot honey chicken sandwich for this festival, which is southern fried chicken sandwich with hot honey and pickles on a brioche bun. I'm going to include a link for you in the description of this episode, which links to the Disney Parks blog that lists out all of the food and drink options for this year's festival and also lists out the new options for those who are looking to try something new this year. Also, as part of the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, you can find new festival merchandise collections at the Creation Shop and Festival Markets, which include the Orange Bird Collection, Cocoa Collection, Butterfly Collection, and Annual Passholder Collection. That last one features Spike the Bee on apparel, accessories, and trading pins exclusive to the annual pass holder family. There's also scavenger hunts, which are available for $9.99 plus tax, which does include a surprise gift at the end. There are two options this year, Spike's Pollination Exploration, where you follow Spike the bee along his pollination trail, where Spike will be busy collecting nectar and pollinating gardens. I always love Disney puns. And then you have the Extravaganza Hunt, where you embark on a delightful hunt for eye-catching eggs, each resembling a beloved bunny rabbit. This experience is only available for a limited time. There's also, of course, the Garden Rocks concert series and dinner packages, not to mention the beautiful topiaries. And I will link you to the Walt Disney World webpage all about this year's International Flower and Garden Festival. Before we close out this episode, I also want to mention that this past week I had the chance to go back to Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. This was my third time, and there were some changes that made for, I feel, a more pleasant experience. There were fewer sides available where this time you didn't have to select four, but instead you were given five automatically, which included the claw veggie slaw, cowpoke corn on the cob, which is grilled street corn, slinky dog mac and cheese, Bucking baked beans and potato barrels. These were all included, so there really are no more choices at Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. It's similar to most of the all you care to eat locations across Walt Disney World where you get everything automatically. The only thing you do have to select, other than your beverage option, is your dessert, which still includes these chuck wagon desserts Bo's lemon and blueberry cheesecake. Billy's Chocolate Silk Pie, which is my personal favorite, Goat's Apple Pie, Gruff's Peach Strawberry Pie, and for kids, which Maggie enjoyed, uh, Cupcake a la Forky, which is a gooey chocolate cake, graham cracker buttercream, and sugar cookie that is shaped like Forky. There were also changes to the audio loop if you go back to our Imagination Skyway podcast episode. Reviewing Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, you heard probably different sounds in the background that happened every few minutes. I found that when we went back, the audio was less frequent. It was probably about every five minutes or so you would hear something. They actually got rid of the 
Sid interactions and instead replace them with two different versions of Andy coming back to his room, which I guess does make more sense if it is Andy's room. So those made for a different type of experience. They also added a Duke Kaboom option that came onto the audio and we were there for exactly an hour and 15 minutes. And I found that the first sound we heard when we sat down was the uh, last sound we heard when we left. So it seems like the loop is now exactly an hour and 15 minutes. There are some changes. So if you haven't been back in a while, you'll find that there are some changes to the menu and uh, new additions and changes to the audio loop. But that's it for the news. I encourage you to subscribe to the show for the latest Disney news and be sure to sign up on Patreon for ad-free episodes and bonus content. You can get more Imagination Skyway content over at ImaginationSkyway.com. Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll see you real soon. Bye.